I want the fairy tale. I want the Prince Charming. She, how do I put this, isn't a fan of my kissing style. So we were boyfriend and girlfriend for about 12 hours. He's in a trash bin. He's non-recyclable. Catch you never. I love being in love. I love love. Where's Your Head At is a podcast that talks all things relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. This is your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hello. Hello, guys, and welcome to our podcast. I just take a poll. Can you go, do you guys want to move forward? Yeah, come forward. We want to have you all close. We yeah, want some audience participation. Don't so worry, come, we won't bite. We won't bite. This is going to be hard. <laughs> this is this episode is recording and it's going to be live on our podcast on Wednesday. So listen in if you guys are going to participate. You could be a part of the podcast, so we're just going to give you a tip. Think about a <laughs> horror story that you've had from a festival. Does anyone? Does anyone can think of any? Yeah, jeez. <laughs> well, guys, we are so excited to join you at Splendor in the Grass 2023. Before you guys check out the main stage, I'm Anna, and I'm Matt, and together we make where's your head at. Our podcast is about relationships, breakups, reality TV, trending shows, and everything in between. So we drop two episodes a week, one that's a hotline where we get people to call in and give us their voicemails, and then another one's about topics and so on. So I'm going to give you guys a chance to hit the subscribe button right now. You're already subscribed. Yes. <laughs> Consider us your new go-to destination for laughs, gossip, intimate details, advice, and much more. Hi, Matt. Hello, Anna. How are you feeling? I'm excited to be here. This is cool. This is really cool. Thank you for coming <laughs> out, guys, as well. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Woo! Look, if anyone follows us on social media or listens to our podcast, you would know that we were doing Dry July. Obviously, the first week of July, I said, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm drinking. I was going to an event. I was like, you know what? Scrap me for July the 1st. And uh, you lasted, what, like 10 days? 14. 14, geez. But I had a double event, so I was kind of like, I think I can get away with this. But now we're at Splendor. It's a little bit more tricky. Is anyone else doing dry July in here? Nah. Yeah, neither are we anymore. No, we're not anymore. <laughs> no. That was the whole... <laughs> yeah, um, we gave up on it. That was the flight map. It was good. I got to Melbourne Airport probably like three hours early. For a domestic flight. Like, that's not normal. I'm in my full dad era. So, like, I got there, knuckled <laughs> down, just, you know, whenever some work and all that sort of stuff. But Anna gets into the flight, as always, by the skin of her teeth. Yeah, I always miss my flight. But I wouldn't have it any other way because, you know, I was packing last minute. I, w- I never pack the night before. I think that's my problem. I'm yeah. very, like, on the morning. That's risky. That gives me anxiety thinking about it. Well, we landed at Gold Coast Airport. Um, I remember the last time you were going to the Gold Coast. Do you want to tell everyone that story? I'm just prompting you. (laughs) I have like a horror story. My probably one of my worst dating horror stories that happened when I was flying Melbourne to the Gold Coast, and I never actually got on that flight. And that's because I, before I met Michael, my fiance, who's just over there, 
Hi. Yeah, um, give it up for Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Michael has to hear me talking about all my dating horror stories, so he's used to it. But anyway, the guy who I was seeing before Michael lived on the Gold Coast and I was getting on a flight to go see him and I was waiting at the departure lounge and I got a message from a random number and it wasn't just one message, it was like 20 and I was like, who is messaging me? Anyway, it turned out to be his ex-girlfriend and she sent me 20 screenshots of them talking. They were apparently still hooking up and I'm like, you know, I've got my boarding pass and I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So I was just like, shit. I went up to the air hostess and I was like, I have an emergency. I need to immediately get my bag off this flight. I am not going. So they obviously took all five of your bags off the plane. You're just going <laughs> to the Goldie for like a weekend, but they took got them all off. <laughs> did you give? Did you talk to the the guy, or did you just just go? Like, did you give him benefit of the doubt? This could be a no, crazy ex. There, I mean, no. There was screenshots. I was like, that is enough proof that I need. And also, there's no shame in being an overpacker. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> Um, did you, did you, how did she get your number? Okay, so this is like a toxic male trait. This guy who I was dating said to me, I'm not gonna save your number because I like you so much that I've memorized it. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. That's pretty romantic <laughs> if you ask me. It's not romantic, cute. it's fuckboy behavior. So what happened was I, he was sleeping with his ex and basically he didn't want my name to pop up. so just because it was like a number that he hadn't saved, then she wasn't gonna like look into it. So watch out ladies, if you are dating someone and they're not saving your number, big red flag. Anyways, we're at Splendor in the Grass. We're excited to be here. Anyone excited for any acts in particular? I'm keen for Flume. Yeah, yeah Flume. What about 070 um, Shake? Yes, very keen for that. Yeah. Lewis Capaldi. <laughs> Oh, you can't say that. I was very excited for that. But, oh, <laughs> Are you still hoping he's going to make an appearance? Yeah, a little surprise. So we decided when we got asked to do this show, we were like, what can we talk about? And we were like, well, we could give people dating at festival advice. So who is single in the room? I thought no one was going to put their hand up. I was like, uh-oh. Camera the girl. <laughs> She's like, yes, me. Um, well, nice. this is a show because we are going to give you all of the tips and all of the stats. We have a lot of stats for you guys. Okay. Before that, though, we're going to give you some tips on what how to get around the festivals. It's not too late for these tips. So the first <laughs> tip is screenshot the festival sets and set them as your lock screen. So That's a great tip. We're only giving you like tips that you can still do because we know that you guys are already here. Also, if you're listening also, at home. I got another one. Set alarms like a little bit of time before the act so you have enough time to get to the stage that you're going to. Love that. That's leave, a goodie. Leave enough time to go to the bar and to the toilet as well. We know that Wi-Fi sometimes gets bad, so save on-site emergency numbers. That's an easy one. Yeah. And also have a meeting spot in case you lose your friend. That one has saved me so many times. Okay, Matt, we're ready for all the dating advice and all the stats. We are a dating podcast after all. So did you know that 50% of festival goers are open to a weekend fling? That makes sense. If you're single, so the single people, are you open for a weekend fling? 
They're like, fuck yes, yes absolutely. It makes sense. I reckon a festival <laughs> is the sort of place you go to and if you're single, you're like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try and hook up. Well, I mean, I'm in a relationship, you're single, 50%. Well, there you go. Makes I'm, sense. Yeah, well, I am open, so. <laughs> Ladies. Matt's recently single, don't mind him. Um, 33.6% of festival patrons have participated in sex at a festival. That's, I reckon that's low. I reckon it would be probably more. I thought more too. Guys, raise your hands if you've had sex at a festival. <laughs> Everyone's like, do I admit I to this that. right now? <laughs> well, there's so many places. Like if you go back to your tents, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. And f- okay, this one's an interesting stat because like we're talking about sex, but you're more likely to get a BJ or for someone to go down on you than to have sex. So 46% of attendees will participate in oral sex at festivals. So you're more likely to get a BJ. I mean, that does make sense. I reckon it's like, it's pretty (laughs) easy to go down on someone than it is to have sex. So I'm not surprised by that statistic. Yeah, neither am I. Um, What's the most common place that people would have sex at festivals? I can think of a couple. Car, Mm -hmm. tent, anyone else? Dunnies. Would you really? You're take, actually right, yeah. Would you actually take a girl into the dunny? <laughs> I was gonna what say. What was that? <laughs> a lot well, of room in there. Well, look, 9.4% of people have actually had their sexy escapade in the portaloo. So you guys are actually right. I you know what? It's a bit gross because if you think about it, they, they smell really bad. So, like, how are you getting excited? I took a girl in there one time. <laughs> I'm sure you did, To Matt. get it done. And I said, nah, not here. <laughs> not here. This, there was, like, a puddle of piss there. And I was like, this isn't getting me going at all. I feel like day one, toilet sex could work. Like, today, the toilets were actually smelling really nice. I went in before. I was like, oh, it's actually quite nice in here. They're actually very nice toilets out the back. Yeah, the back <laughs> is, like, good. But if you like, let's just say it's Sunday, you're like, I'm keen to like, I'm DTF, then you can <laughs> get Vicks Vapor Rub and put it under your nose so you don't smell the bad smell. I mean, I think that's good advice. Imagine taking 9.4% of you are doing it. Imagine taking someone into the portaloo and just being like, hang on a second, and just giving yourself a Vicks moustache, sitting there and just being like, let's get to it. Okay. 7.2% of people had sex backstage. That's, I mean, I think that's quite low. Yeah. I feel like the artists would be like pulling people, you know, nonstop. <laughs> I'm trying to think where you could do it backstage. Oh, there's a full dressing room. You could yeah, probably in there. that's quite low. And then 50, okay, this one's actually wild. And I'm actually like shocked because I think I'm shocked that this is higher than a portal which is like somewhat private. 15% of people fucked in the crowd. Guys, who can, can someone like admit to that? Because I think that's a wildly high stat. So, who? How did you? How? Put, can how you come up and like. Yeah, come up we and tell us know how. Because how? how I'm throwing I, the thing. Come here. <laughs> he, oh, he's coming. Okay, perfect. How did you have sex in the crowd? Because the way I picture it is like you're laying the stuff on your back and everyone's just like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. I'm really out there. 
<laughs> Give him your mic so we can hear him properly. <laughs> At Slender. Okay. Are you planning on like trying to relive that this year? Were you standing or lying down? So were you just like kind of grinding and buffing? Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> well look at least you admitted it because apparently a 15.3 percent of people have done it and you're the only one admitting it like bravo to you well done. thank you <laughs> that's asking some extra questions and the final one is a car 48 percent of you have had sex in a car at a festival. No surprises there. No surprise there. A little, Matt, bit, of, little bit of Rose and Jack from the Titanic in that. Hands. Hands, yes. <laughs> that makes sense, the car. The thing about a car is it just gets so hot and steamy and like I just feel like I can't really breathe that well. Actually, I have a really fucked up sex car story. I do as well. You go first. Do you? Yeah, I just sort of one. Okay, so when I was 18 and I was with my first boyfriend who I lost my virginity to, we were at a house party and we snuck off to his car to do the deed. Naturally. Sorry, honey. <laughs> Michael's shaking his head. Um, and anyway, halfway through, there was like a chap on the window. Like the car's obviously fully steamed up. And then there was a knock on the window and the guy who was throwing his the house party, his mum came out and was like, get out. I can't believe you're having sex in there, you slut. I was like, oh, my oh, God. I got slut shamed. I was like, fuck you. Oh, what a bitch. Well, I, <laughs> I have a, a funny one that you've reminded me of. It was um, my mate's 21st. So me and my other mate couldn't, didn't have any idea what to get in. But we remember at one stage, <laughs> at, one, at one stage, he said that he, um, he had, oh no, he didn't have a car at the time. So... Sorry, I'm just thinking this on the spot, guys. So not on the spot, but I'm remembering it. So he, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we bought him this X taxi. It done like nine hundred thousand kilometers, which what, was like a, a, well, an actual used taxi. Yeah, it was like yellow, but it didn't have, like had like sticker prints from where the taxi stuff had been. We thought it'd be a funny, practical joke present, but it was it landed short when um, we couldn't even drive it into the driveway. It like stalled out the front and didn't start again. But um, the girl that drove me in there, I was like, look, we're at the party. Let's get to it in the back. So we started having sex of in the, the back taxi. of the taxi. And um, everyone that was arriving at the party kept like banging on the window and giving me the thumbs up. Ew. They didn't slut shame me for that. <laughs> okay. Well, guys, as we promised, we are giving you all of the advice on how to hook up at a festival. So... If you're single, did you know that 95% of people would rather meet someone at a festival than on a dating app? Makes sense. Makes sense. I'm a massive advocate if you listen to the podcast. I um, I don't really like dating apps. I've never really, I've never hooked up with anyone off a dating app. I've just never really been into it. I don't think you've used them properly though. I'm a big advocate for dating apps. I think they're unreal. You met your fiance off one. Technically, yes. Technically, yeah. <laughs> Interestingly as well, apparently Tauruses have the most sex at festivals. Does anyone believe in star signs? Who's a Taurus? Are you a Taurus? 
<laughs> is, is he, he here? here? Damn. No, what about cancers? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just looked at the Taurus because I'm a Taurus. Uh, okay, tips, Matt. Give us your best. Um, I reckon a good tip would be to word your mates up. So, like, let them know that you're on the prowl and you're hunting. Um, maybe they can help you be a wingman. They might not be, you know, too angry when you ditch and you go off with someone. Just word them up. Yeah. Also, no expectations. What's meant to be will be just kind of chill, see what's out there. I think that's a great piece of advice. Also, be prepared. So pack condoms, lube, anything you need <laughs> to, you know, get it done. Um, I would say let go of your type. Like I, my type is like tall, long hair. But I think when you're in a festival, you can really like open the pool a little bit. Like you can go on the vibes, you can go on like someone's energy i think like start focusing on that a little bit more i mean you're at the same festival you might be watching the same app so you've already got that type of thing in common so live in the moment and go up to people that you probably wouldn't normally go up to go up to people that you actually find attractive and strike a conversation with them because chances are you probably might not see him again yeah and while we fully endorse hooking up at festivals there are some horror stories we asked you before we started to think of some horror stories that you might have and be a part of our podcast this episode is going out on wednesday but we have already asked out where's your head out listeners for some of their dating horror stories and these are so cooked all right so i'll tell one first i we um i told a bunch of them to anna and our producers and they said no you can't tell that no that can't be hurt by anyone so we filtered <laughs> it down to a pretty uh, pretty pretty horror story so a couple of years ago it was my job to buy the tent look i don't know anything about camping i don't buy tents on the regular so <laughs> i went to kmart i was probably what like 21 so i bought like the cheapest tent there i was like fuck it this will do you know it's only got to, i'm only going to be i don't know putting my bags in there not really sleeping there for like three nights so i bought one i was with my mates i set it up and does anyone know you know the tents that you take to the beach so and it doesn't have a door. Yeah, no. So, yeah, it has just two sides. And then there's, like, two open sides <laughs> to the tent. My mates were pretty pissed off at me. And I was like, fuck, I don't know. I don't know anything about tents. So my mate was – another mate was coming the next night. So we're like, all right, let's just see what happens tonight. Let's play it out. We'll crash in someone else's. We'll play it out. We put our bags in my friend's car. We locked it. He ended up not coming back to the campsite because he pulled. So he went back to this girl's campsite. Then me and my mate were stuck there with just what we were wearing, a freezing cold the whole night. We were so cold that we went to first aid and we're like, please, like, help <laughs> us, do what you can. They gave us, so you know those silver foil blankets? Oh, God. So, like, we're laying on the couches there. Or not the couches, what do you call them? Stretches, gurneys? I don't know, wherever they are. And we're laying there and they're like, guys, you can't stay here all night. Like, piss off. So we went back to the tent and I, I swear it was hell. Like we were laying there with just these, these foil blankets over us <laughs> cuddling all night. So my recommendation is look at the tent before you buy it from Kmart <laughs> because it fucking, it sucks. For all the non-campers, yeah. make sure you check that one out. Okay, we have a horror story and it goes, Hey Anna and Matt, I hope you have fun at Splendour this weekend. I'll be there too. I saw a TikTok the other day and it was a girl saying that when she goes to festivals, she wears a nappy because as soon as she starts drinking, she needs to pee really bad. 
I also get this. I really want to get up and get up the front to see Flume play this weekend without losing my spot because I need to pee. Is it socially acceptable to wear a nappy at a festival? Guys, what do you think? <laughs> no. I think I think it could be a no too. I'm just thinking like you I look, so be it. I know when I drink beers and I break the seal, <laughs> I have to go a lot, like pretty regularly. But I wouldn't wear a diaper. Okay, <laughs> if she wants to wear a diaper, fair bum, play on. But like ones only, no twos. Yeah, no twos. Definitely no, no, no twos. No one wants to be what at about, the front of the stage. Like, oh. What about if she just wore a pad? I mean, surely that's doing the same thing without having like a full nappy on. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I haven't. I don't know how a pad works. And, I, and I, just, <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I ever dealt with a nappy. So I don't know. Also, like if you're wanting to hook up, I just think like a nappy might be like killing your chances. Like maybe it's better to just like go wee. You might be a little bit back for flume, but you know. I'm just picturing like taking a girl back to the tent and she's like, hang on a second. She just unstraps you. Like, do you unstrap a Velcro or something? But some people have weeing issues like they need to wee often so like let's not throw too much shade all right well to your friend if she listens to this um tell her that you'll be at the front anyway so you'll hold her a spot for it because you love <laughs> okay. don't you? done okay mine's on my phone because i just got it before does anyone have any horror stories while we wait is anyone thinking of some no one no okay we got some more Hey Anna and Matt, a couple of years ago I went to a festival over New Year's. Our tent was next to a group of girls. For the first couple of nights the boys and I would drink with them. I was single at the time so I was loving it. There was a girl that really grabbed my attention. We made out a couple of times, nothing serious. She was on her period but we still partied all night long. On New Year's we both agreed to go for a walk together and have a shower. I hopped into the one next to her. Halfway through the shower, I looked down and saw that a tampon had appeared in my shower stall. All the water from the showers had pushed it down from her stall into mine. I'm not normally grossed out by this, but it gave me the ick. Am I in the wrong for thinking this? Yeah, I think so. I think he's in the wrong. Yeah, I agree. It's just a tampon. Like, fucking, who cares? I, I agree, yeah, who cares? He should have just kicked it back to it. What do you guys think? Is she in the wrong? Is he in the wrong? No, he is in the wrong. No. no so you think it's gross? No. So I don't think you're understanding the question then. <laughs> so say the question. So is he in the wrong for thinking it's gross? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we got we, that. We're in agreement. So we're <laughs> we all in agreement. Matt's like, what? Yeah, well, I was like, geez, no, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, last one. Remember, if you have a horror story, we really want to have you as a part of the episode. So get thinking. Hey guys, I have the most embarrassing festival story ever. I went to be on the Valley Festival last year. I was there with three friends and throughout our time at the festival, we'd made friends with a group of guys. There was one particular guy who I was interested in and was hooking up with. During a set we were watching on an extremely hot day, he asked me if I wanted to get up on his shoulders. It was so much fun, but after I got down, I realized that his whole back was soaking wet. His friends were all laughing and taking the piss out of me, saying I had squirted on him. What a nightmare. For the rest of the festival, I was the butt of every single joke. 
That's just mean. I mean, if a girl squirted on my back, I think that's pretty hot. <laughs> so I, I don't think it's that bad. But I mean, I've like leaned on myself for too long when it's really hot, and like skin on skin gets fucking sweaty and wet like real quick. Yeah. So I could imagine how wet that would be. I mean, why is like she getting the brunt of it when he has a sweaty back? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's bizarre. Anyway. Man. There's lots of characters that you're going to see over your festival three. Wait, hang on. Has anyone got off? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Yes. Come up. You have saved the podcast. Come up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we want, we want you on mic so it's on our episode. I'm so excited. I can't believe I almost missed Come this. Come nah. Come jump. Yeah, jump up. Yeah, <laughs> What's your name? Sally, nice to meet you. We are honoured to have you. <laughs> Look at this sold out forum. It's packed to the brim for everyone listening at home. We've been working here all day. This is the biggest crowd we've had all day. Oh, I'm glad you got that on mic. Well, there's no friends in the seat game, so you're probably going to lose your seat now. Okay, go. Okay, we're ready. Makes so sense. Not leaving this mosh, this is not happening. We said, if you want to go, you could be lost and you're going to have to party by yourself. And she obviously in her head went, absolutely not. Should she have worn a diaper? So this is on a car with a diaper. <laughs> oh, on. shit. Because she should have worn a bloody diaper. Oh, so no. We were looking around, we were like, oh, everyone's like, what? We were like, hands on, mate. <laughs> we looked down and my friend Gemma is squatting. I thought you were going to say squirting. In the middle of the mosh pit, on the sand, taking a piss. (laughs) At least it wasn't of her. She was throwing up, she was losing the plot. We're like, she's not good. She has to pee in the middle of Peggy. You, what do you do? (laughs) I mean, she couldn't couldn't miss it. I love it. And then we, well, we were pretty upset. And then we went, fuck, would we do the same? Would we do the same? Would you? You'd have to. I don't know. In the moment, I'm saying yes, but maybe. <laughs> I don't know if she had the courage to pull her pants down in the middle of thousands of people. Was she like covering a little bit? Was there like jumper there, or was she like full up and about bare skin? Big day. Big day. Yeah. 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 Did, so did anyone around you say anything like that? That was how we knew it. <laughs> everyone started yelling, going, oh, get her out, get your friend out. She's sick. And we're like, she's sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. That's so good. Is probably, that you know her what, there she was, hiding no, her face? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh. They're like, don't say it's us. Oh, they are a bit late, aren't they? Well, you can, you can see. You can see what I'm dealing with the difference. Thank you so much for sharing. Let's give her a round of applause. Thank you, thank you. Anybody else now have any courage after hearing that? That was a good one. I feel like you might have one. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Should we move on? Yes. Let's go. Okay. So there's lots of characters that you are potentially going to come across on your festival travels in the next three days. So we thought we'd play a game of charades. And basically, Matt's going to go first. I have no idea what he's going to do. And we're all going to guess what his charade is. We're going to do two, and then we're going to get someone else to join in because I feel like. I feel like you guys are a good audience. I feel like you will. Matt? Woo! Okay, Matt, you're first. Are you ready? Okay. Um, fuck, how do you this? You know, I could rehearse, but that would be fucking something. Okay, Matt's like fist pumping right now. It's a bit stressful. Guys, yell out. What's he doing? Who is he? Mosh pit? Is it mosh pit? Raving? But right, bush too far? Yes. Okay, I'm going next. Selfie Queen. Anna McAvoy. Influence. Nice. Or influence. Alright, can I get someone from the audience to help me with this one, please? Oh, Come well. up. Fuck yeah. Okay, so this guy's gonna be. <laughs> I'm so excited. Thank you for. You're welcome. What do I do? Okay, tell him. <laughs> okay, so Matt's sharing the charade that they're doing. <laughs> okay, try guys. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Oh my god, I'm so drunk. A, a drunk person? Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> he said, oh my god, I'm so drunk. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> Does anyone else want to have another try? Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, Maddie. Yeah. Okay. okay. Round of applause from Maddie McRae. She's on next. So hang around. <laughs> okay, guys. Okay, Maddie and that are. Festival rave couple. Okay, are we done with the charades? Yes. Or does anyone want to do one more? Yeah, everyone's like, no, nah, absolutely not. Okay. Let's talk about the types of friends that you're going to be with at a festival. Firstly, I'm just going to start with the party animal, someone who's like ready to have a good time. They want to live in the moment. Who's the party animal of the group? Hey. <laughs> Raise your hands. Yeah, love it. Um, the one that our kind friend over there acted out for us, the absolute mess. <laughs> yeah. Who will be, you know, stumbling around. Probably vomiting, peeing, maybe, maybe pooing. Maybe, you never know. Yeah, peeing in the middle of a 
mosh pit, <laughs> pass out somewhere. You might find them a bit later. Yeah. We have the disappearing act. I'm so guilty of this. Who's a disappearing actor? Yeah, that's definitely me. Especially if you meet someone and then you're like, okay, see ya, catch you never, friends. <laughs> this one I reckon Anna is the dramatic one. Oh. Everything is the best thing or the worst thing that's ever happened to him. Yeah, who's the dramatic one of the group? No one, just me. Well, yeah, call your friend out. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I feel like the dramatic ones don't want to, we don't want to admit it, do we? I mean, I don't want to be the dramatic one either. If I had to say you were one that, I'm going to say you'd be the emotional wreck. He, he has one drink and he's like pouring his heart out to you, which there's nothing wrong with. Nothing wrong with that. I've only um, finished this drink, so you guys might get it. <laughs> but he gets very sentimental. Is there any emotional wreck person of the group? You can call your friends out. Call your friends out. <laughs> it's you. I can vibe with that. Okay, Matt. We have one last game before we finish up today. You guys have been so fun. Thank you so much for coming to our show. It's been amazing. Should we play Finish These Lyrics? <laughs> yes. So and this is Splendor Edition, by the way. So you guys should all know this. Okay, so bear with us because we're going to attempt to sing it. So I'm not singing. I'm going to semi-rap. You're up first, okay? I'm up first. So okay. okay, this one's by 070 Shake. Okay, ready, Matt? Yeah, go. So if you guys know it as well, sing You guys along. can, like, shout out if you know. Ready? A little context if you care yeah, to listen. listen. I find um, myself in a shit position. Singing along with me already. Find myself in a shit position. The man that I love sat me down last night. Told me it was over, done decision. Yes. Good job, guys. This one, really yell it out. We want to hear you in the audio. Okay, you ready? Yes, go. Just a heartbroken bitch, high heels, six inch in the back of the nightclub, sipping champagne. I don't trust any of these bitches I'm with. In the back seat, sniffing cocaine. In the back of the taxi. <laughs> okay, we're gonna do two more for Matt. Oh, okay. These are Lizzo, okay? So who knows Lizzo or the Lizzo lyrics? Yeah, who's I'm come excited. To see, who's seeing Lizzo tomorrow night? I'm so excited, it's gonna be amazing. Okay, you ready, Matt? Go. Cause I give a fuck way too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup, one to get up, one to get down. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Mm, that's how I feel right now. I, I didn't, think know, you that didn't get that one. I didn't know that one. Okay, last one. This is from Lizzo Good as Hell. Do my hair toss, check, check my, my nails. nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as all hell. <laughs> yes. Okay, Matt. Okay, so mine are... I'm worried. <laughs> this is Flume. Matt's going to sing this. How do I make you want to stay? Hate sleeping on my own. Missing the way you taste. Now I'm fucked up. I'm missing you. He'll never, never be like you. You forgot to say. You forgot to stop. Stop looking at me with those eyes. Like I could disappear and you wouldn't get why. Now I'm fucked up. Missing you. <laughs> never be like you. Never be like you. Yeah. 
Okay, one one last one. I think I think just one more. It's not landing like we thought it would. Okay, Mumfords and Sons. Who's here to see that? I'm so keen. So keen. This one is Little Lion. Rake yourself and rake yourself. Take all the courage that you have left and waste it on fixing all the problems that you've made in your own head. But it was not your fault but mine. And it was your heart on the line. I really, I really fucked, fucked it up this time. time. Didn't, Didn't I, my dear? dear. Didn't Woo! I, my Thank dear. you so much, Thank guys. You. It's been so fun coming to Slender and doing this show. We really appreciate you guys. Make sure you follow our podcast, Where's Your Head At? And we're doing a live show soon. <laughs> Whoa! We have a story. We have a last-minute story. Come up. Come up. <laughs> Come on! Wow! Wow! Okay, we're ready for this. I'm excited. What's your name? Do jackets as well. It is that hot. Make sure you get one. Matt and I are matching. We actually, we actually like tried to match. Anyway, shameless plug. Horrible festival story. Oh, okay. Well, last year, yeah. I heard about. I had to tell you the story about my sleeping with someone at Splendor. Oh yes, tell us more. Tell us everything. Wait, am I correct on this? Yeah. Sorry, I was late. I'm here though. Yeah, she's here. She's made it. So, <laughs> as we oh, were last year, a bit of a shit show, but that's okay. Muddy. The best time, it was my first splendor. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> first night, bit wet. <laughs> very, very wet. Yeah. Um, oh, our okay. swag flooded. It was oh, just no. me and my best friend, she's right there in the ground. Hi. <laughs> um, so, yes. And you know what? I was feeling really wet and I needed a place to Oh, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, she's making it too easy. Yeah, with a van. Yeah. Just like a joke. And you know what? You just go. Yeah. You just go. Absolutely. Obviously, you're at, a, you're at a festival. You do what you need to do. And I was there till 3 a.m. and left because he got annoyed. Like, Wait, what happened? <laughs> he was really annoying. He was complaining about Starbucks, so I left. So you got some, like, dry sleeping arrangements for a little bit, did what you had to do and then fucked off. You know, when you're in your Udi and you're a little bit quiet and <laughs> you, you, you kind of need somewhere dry. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's fair enough. But that was my splendor story. Thank, Thank you, you so okay. much Thank for sharing. <laughs> Thank you. Why didn't you just take the Udi off to cool down the whole tent? <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. Okay, guys, that's the end of our live show. Thank you so much for coming. You guys have been awesome. Thank you for sharing and clapping and all this of that. This will be an episode you. on Wednesday. So if you want to listen back, 
Go listen to it. Bye. Bye.